0: And speaking of that chat, welcome, everyone, into a new episode of LAC 360. We're back after the first road trip of the year. We, the four of us, did not travel to Miami, but if you guys at home did, shame on you for not inviting us. But it's all good. We're still here to put on a great show for you. Here's the group that's joining me this week, JR, the scarf to my right, Ayo. Philly, just beyond him. Happy Monday. That means we've got both Defenders of the Bank in the show today. That's and us. then, of course, the voice. Of LAFC Max Bretos.
1: Oh, it's nice. If you were in Miami, it's very easy to pick up a, a packet of pastelitos, a box, and bring it to me with a selection of the <laughs> finest Cuban fare. I hope you did that. You're How, from
0: there. How come you didn't go? Too much travel. How does cafecito travel?
1: Not good. Not good. You okay. can make a great cafecito at home. You can get the coffee here. I show you, you just blend up the sugar, boom.
0: I feel like this is a tutorial that we will have
1: to do for it's one. It's very easy. People. We should do it. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's it on still, the show.
0: For sure. All right. Before we get into it, don't forget to click on that subscribe button, like this video, and click on the bell icon so you'll get notified anytime we go live or any new videos. All right, like we do every week, it's time to check out the big storylines that are circulating around social media after Saturday's match. Let's talk about what's hashtag trending. You like that? Connor will be happy. Like, whip around. You did that. Those cool. hashtag trending. Sounds so millennial. I've got the topics here, boys. <laughs> let's start later. with uh, <laughs> let's start with the big one from the weekend and one that Steve Trondolo did. Mention winning ugly he was not happy with anything but the three points and scoring a couple of goals in that performance I agree with him there wasn't much to love from there other than three points but am I being nitpicky there's a clean
2: sheet you gotta like and despite the fact that mother nature might have had some help in this game Do you really want to lose beautifully, though? Winning, ugly. It's three points. Three points is three
0: points. And on the road, that's important. I don't know. How would Johan Cruyff feel? He's all about the... Yeah,
1: because to to Philly's point to say, hey, we played really well. We should have got something. That kind of leaves you empty. This is... LAC doesn't want to play like this all the time. This is how the game played out. They took what they got, and uh, it's effective. Do you want to have results like this all throughout the season? Probably not, because it doesn't match up with the... uh, what LAFC wants to be like how they want to play how they want to represent the city and that will come around but you take these you take these with a, a grin from ear to ear maybe not from ear to ear but a slight grin with a little upward kick
3: look we saw how razor thin the margins were last year in terms of making the playoffs and not making the playoffs You get to take three points from a game like this, road, home, it doesn't matter. If you can win ugly, win as often as you can by winning ugly because I think as we were talking about pre-show, in the playoffs, that's when those kind of wins are really going to help you out the most as well. You're not going to be best in the
2: West and best in MLS if you lose beautifully. Winning ugly is going to get you on top of those MLS charts.
0: Well, speaking of the difference between 2021 and 2022, does the 2021 team even come close to pulling something like this off? I can't even think of a really ugly victory where we just said, ugh. Thank God that's over, but we got it done. I mean, this is a different team. Certainly not
1: on the road. Yeah. Not yet. Certainly exactly not on the road, not the road with all the challenges, as we said, with uh, a very early kickoff and going from one coast to the other. So, this is, there was a lot put in their path for for you to take out the game and say, hey, 2 0 victory at the end is pretty good. Uh, I just like the way that they were able to react. And they said, we're not going to do something silly. And then Miami ended up doing that on two occasions yeah. to end the first half.
0: I mean, we got people in the chat, GTG Law talking about. Clear goal-scoring opportunities, which they did create. Didn't finish all of them, but we still got two goals, and then obviously not giving up a lot. I mean, like you said, you know when winning ugly is fine? When you have a cup at the end of the year. Playoffs, if you can kind of manipulate your team um, and say, guys, from time to time, we're going to have to win this way, and that's when we have to turn it on, I mean, that's going to be a a big thing
3: in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think right now, if you look at a team like Miami, they're looking for moral victories, trying to build around and aging, and we're Iguain. not about handing uh, out. That's, moral victories. That's <laughs> right. They're in worse
1: shape. They said we need a moral victory, and they're even worse shaped than they were after yeah. they lost to Austin. So. Yeah,
3: yeah, and and they're not getting anything moving forward. Iguain, look, he can't carry that load by himself right now. It's clear. So, you take a victory like this, you go home. You first, you dry off, then you go home, and you get three points.
1: Jay David Wallace, to my point, says that Miami team should have had more to prove, and the fact that you didn't see it, that's a testament to LAFC.
2: Well, the fact that the management and the front office keep saying that they're expecting more for, from <laughs> – I was going to say Higgian. We were joking about oh. how Bruce Silverman kept referring to him as Higgian. Higuain, they're obviously expecting a lot out of him, and he's been given the bulk of the responsibility for carrying this Miami team, and he couldn't turn – he didn't do anything. He couldn't turn the team around, and coming off of a 5-1 to win, a 5-1 to loss against Austin, I mean, they didn't look very good, and obviously, you know, the chances and the luck wasn't on their side either.
0: Miami has some serious problems tomorrow. I'm headed to the LAFC Performance Center, and I'll have a serious problem if I don't bring donuts Uh-oh. for Steve Torundolo. Remember his favorites? Head security, Paul. Yeah, remember his favorites from episode two of In Touch with Steve Terundolo. Uh, I, I glazed over it.
1: Wait. Hey. Did
0: uh, <laughs> you actually go <laughs> uh, buy the donuts? I, you know what? I will go buy donuts. I will. Expect donuts tomorrow, Max.
1: Get something cream or custard-filled because I'll Are have you? that one. Yeah. Okay.
0: I will. I promise. Uh, but I he, he stepped on my pun. He did. kind of glazed he over you it. You glazed over it. I saw it. I acknowledged uh, it. But you know what? The – the team got a shutout, but I'll say this. One of the four players has started in three matches, Mamadou Fall. Other than that, new pieces all in that back line. Yeah. Surprised.
3: Defensive player of the year, Mamadou Fall. I think that's that's so where this is a going. A little early. A little early? Okay. <laughs> hey, no, but if it happens, very early. It, we'd love to see it. But, but I think it, it speaks to the depth that we do have on this roster, being able to plug and play the different players that we do and in a couple different positions that we've already seen so far this season too. I think it's really important that – the depth is able to serve us throughout the, the year. We saw what happened when Eddie Segura went down last year. Things can change like that, and we're just hoping that doesn't happen. And just
2: injuries. to piggyback off of what Scarf just said, I mean, last season, if we would have had any defender out, it would have been, it would have been an awful situation. Coming in, we had Franco Escobar and Chiki Palacios on the questionable list. If this was last season, we would have been terrified. We would have been chewing our nails and our cuticles, but not even worrying about that right now because we see Daniil Henry step up, the big man that he is. Ryan Hollingshead, which I feel, you know, it's a starting position he's going to earn. It's really good and very comforting to know that we have such outstanding uh, talent within that back line, despite not even still having Eddie Segura.
0: And people are asking about uh, Jesus Davim Rio. Just a little knock, nothing big. But Daniil Henry comes in, and we said quietly had a really good game. I I know you pointed out there was one, it was late in the second half, there was a uh, a sliding block that he made that that was pretty big. But having a quiet game, it's pretty good for Daniil Henry, right?
1: Yeah, but he looked really geared up for this. We've heard he's, he's hit the ground running when he's come to Los Angeles. The fact that you can plug these other guys. You have still Sebastian Ibiaga. This defense was, you know, they weren't in the same mindset because they were chasing the season a lot. And uh, there was some moments where they got a little adventurous and they paid the price. They're not doing that this time. They're playing very smart. We saw it in the previous two games with Jesus David Morillo, who uh, has, was pretty watertight and making sure nothing came into those inner channels. Same thing is happening. This is definitely an upgrade. And to Philly's point, the fact that they can absorb a couple injuries, and they can even absorb more than a couple injuries. They wanted to be depth. They want it to be deep defensively. It's paying off. This team is not only not giving up goals, they're not giving up really good chances.
0: Well, we're talking a lot about personnel, but let's talk a little bit about approach because the approach does seem to be different. I'm, I'm seeing a team that is, again, the word pra- pragmatic. Don't fiddle around with it in the back. Uh, don't just have your fullbacks flying up to provide more in the attack. Even even though we, we, we've all sat here and said, like, we, we'd like to see some more goals, Steve has got them playing in the right ways. Have
3: you guys noticed a different approach from this defensive I, unit? I definitely think that an elite is something we're going to talk about just right after this. I think that Steve has them playing a little bit more conservative on the back line. They'd rather play from the back instead of attacking from the back, which I think is a, a little bit of a difference there. When you had players like Kim Moon-Hwan and Cheeky Palacios last season really pushing up from the wings, you see that a little bit less this season. Although Moon did you know, get some good run, he wasn't that member of the, the attacking third like he was so much last year. I mean, he really is a great weapon in the attacking third, but he's just not being asked to do that in this system this year.
1: I think they're more—they're definitely a lot tighter out wide to those fullbacks, which were given up. You know, they were meant to go forward a lot last season. Even somewhere we saw wingbacks, so that back line was always—it uh, was always a fluid situation. You feel like it's pretty lock, stock, and two smoking barrels with <laughs> that team, regardless of who plays there, and the fullbacks are more experienced and. Uh, doing their part defensively. You got to give the midfield credit, too. I remember I seen a couple times where Elia dropped a little back when he saw some space. Just a smart team that's able to adjust with so many different players. It's, I feel very confident this will be a, a a situation that goes on through the season. LAFC, good defensively.
0: We're talking a lot about depth, and it looks like depth might be tested even more so. it's It's just a rumor at this point. Uh, but Jason Lee is reporting on Twitter. He's got that blue check mark, so it gives a little bit more weight to it. Right. Uh, that Kim Moon Wan uh, may be subject to a bid from Chung Book, who is the reigning champion in the K League, uh, but not doing so hot right now. So Kim Moon Wan, possibly on his way out. What do we what do we make of this rumor?
3: I mean, I kind of touched on it before. It, the system change has really affected him a little bit. Plus, getting Franco Escobar, getting Ryan Hollingshead may have pushed him, I don't know, down, but maybe to the side on the depth chart a little bit. It's and definitely competition uh, one way or the other. Absolutely. And this is a guy who has World Cup aspirations, right? Yeah. For South Korea, he, he's got to get some run if he wants to get back into the starting eleven for South Korea. It's all about that World Cup, right, man? Hyundai.
1: Hyundai. Uh, say it. <laughs> Hyundai. That's how you say it. Okay. A lot of great industry out of Korea, by the way. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's a lot of money there, sort the of. I happen
0: to drive a Hyundai.
1: Yes, it's a it's a fine car. I've seen the commercials with uh, Jason Bateman. Is that a Hyundai? Where the new yep. electric one? Yep. Very very smart looking. The they, Hyundai Ionic. Max,
0: they don't sponsor this show. So okay. Let's let's, <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about the 2022 World Cup. That's front of mind That's for a lot of That's what Armada it is.
1: Players. This is what this is uh, it was about. We heard from Daniil Henry about finding a club that can help him on that track. To not only make a World Cup roster, but to play when Qatar rolls around, I want Kim Moon Hwan here. I I I think if it's up to him, maybe he says, okay, I like being here. Maybe I'll get the minutes here. We just don't know. Right now, that's not the case. He did obviously start this past weekend, but you've got to put yourself in a position where you're gonna where you're gonna make that because he did start for South Korea in World Cup qualifiers. Yep. And a lot of the South Korean players play domestically, so the eyes of the selectors are on that K League. So that will certainly help.
2: And with a healthy Franco Escobar and a healthy cheeky Palacios, where does Kim Moon-Hwan really fit into that backline? Clearly, he's a versatile player who can play in multiple positions. But to all of your points, World Cup year, he's going to get buried in the bench, and he's not going to have the opportunity to showcase his talents. And if there's anything that any player really is going to want is the ability to represent their country in a World Cup. I don't think he's going to have that opportunity being on LAFC. But why don't we also talk about the potential rumor benefit? Like, we're going to get seven figures if the rumor is true. That's Walker Zimmerman money for a defender. That's pretty darn good.
0: It's a lot more gam, but I think it's it's a World Cup. It really all comes down to that. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And look, I, I think a lot of people would say, "Well, compete for your spot," but you can just yeah. boost your appearances a little bit. Find a place where you know for sure, day in and day out, you're playing just for the chance to get to World Cup. I mean, Steve Trudano knows about this. He went in 2002, took over for an injury, was not even on that original list, yep. and then he got injured. Now, luckily, he got to play in 2006, in 2010, which was a great run, but that could have been it for him also.
1: A lot of folks here are not, not signing off on that. They want Kim Moon-Hwan to stay here. A lot of people want. He's just uh, he's a great player all the way. He, he rescued LAFC a couple times. It just hasn't fit in, but that said, he did. He did make it into the squad this weekend, so maybe there's more of that. But look, at it, I'm, I'm looking down the yeah. comments. Everyone Yeah, wants look, to he's, do it a,
3: he's a fan favorite. You can't. And you can't uh, our buddy Soccer USA says Vela will not approve the Moon move. But they've had some pretty good chemistry when Moon was pushed forward, and it was Vela and Moon kind of playing off each other on that right side. But uh, I, I, think, I think the move's going to happen. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk
0: a little bit about that weather again. <laughs> what was going on there in Miami? I mean, we had everything on. The in the wheel. words of
1: Will Smith, welcome to Miami. Yeah. Bienvenidos <laughs> a Miami. We
0: had wind, we had rain, we had streamers on the field, we had trash on the field. Uh. But I mean, if there's anybody that would know no, about Rex that Miami Santa. weather
2: is, is is our very own Max Bredos. I mean, if you don't like the weather in Miami, you'll wait a minute. I mean, we saw that there was you some minute, sun, yeah. there was overcast, there was rain. The funny thing is, again, seeing the utility bills and the streamers floating through the air. Can and, we confirmed they were utility bills? I mean, that's just my own thing. <laughs> okay. One thing we can't confirm is Carlos Vela got a streamer around the neck at one. Not good. No, not good at all. Those are painful. No. But, but, but we could also argue that Mother Nature surely had her uh, – she benefited us. Yeah. We'll talk about that momentarily. But it was awesome seeing the 3252 members and every, all the, uh, the, the away day support cheering and, and, and going nuts in the rain. I mean, L.A. fans haven't seen that since that match against the Houston Dynamo a couple of years ago. The Miami fans know this. They're hiding underneath the roofs. But, I mean, if I was out there, I'm sure you guys would agree with me,
0: we'd all be out there celebrating in the rain. It is.
1: Fun. I'd probably take some cover at some point. <laughs> all due respect. When, when I mean, we, it takes a while to get my hair to look the way it does, so I got.
0: When we were in Colorado for the final game of the season, I went and got to got to jump into the tra- traveling section for just a little bit. Right. Uh, it wasn't bad weather, but the game wasn't going so well. And it, but it was so much more fun to be there with people, even though the game wasn't going very well. So when it's raining, I think you just live it. You just love yeah. it. Get glory. Sure. it reminds me of that uh the Houston game. Oh yeah! favorite calls of all time. At, at well, Michigan we remember that, that
1: in 2018, we had the two Houston games that were delayed. One right. in Houston, one Something in LA. Something about Houston. So, <laughs> I don't think it was ever in risk. If there's lightning, you'll postpone it. But you don't stop the game because of wind mm-hmm. or rain. Isn't that the old expression from golf? Nay golf, nay wind, nay rain. <laughs> so, certainly soccer, it applies. But this is an issue of the stadium, too. Because, you know, it's a, it's a temporary home. They want to get a stadium here. And unlike Bank of California Stadium or some others, there's, no, there's nothing blocking the weather. There's no, there's no walls, there's no barriers, there's no roof. It comes right through.
3: And, and real quick, it also took away our aerial threats in that game, I and mean, we've seen what Mamadou Fall can be in the air. Daniil Henry is a huge guy too, we've why not? we pretty good on set pieces. But it, uh, it took away our ability to cross. It took away any, any of the aerial threats, and that was such a big part of what we tried to do against Portland. So it really did kind of change the makeup of how LAFC was going to try to score moving forward. Well, one guy that the weather didn't affect was uh, Mahalo Poku. He got the,
0: he he opened up the scoring and what a finish it was. Mahalo is a guy that, he drives me a bit nuts sometimes. But Man, (laughs) can he finish when he gets in that final third. I mean, no wind was gonna keep him out of the upper corner. What do we make of Mahala's performance in
3: a surprise start? I think he does the most with the limited amount of opportunities that he gets. What we're seeing is that he's more of a quality finisher, I think, right now than maybe as quality on the ball. You want him to be, I think you had mentioned it before, you want him to be receiving the pass, maybe not giving that last pass in the attack. third. not passing. But, he, hey, shooter's got to shoot, he's right? Like he's yeah. not passing. He's, he's making the most of those opportunities. If you're going to be out there, shoot. You can't, you can't score if you don't shoot. 100% take that shot. Him and I do that all the time
2: during the tailgates. It's fantastic. Oof. But the fact that he's 20 years old and has that amount of intestinal fortitude, no fear to go out there. And we have to also thank, we haven't hit our allotment, our Breck Shea. I mean, Carlos Vela tried to find a poku. technically it bounced off of Breck Shea. But the fact that he made that run and scored a Carlo, Carlos Vela-esque goal, perhaps assisted by mother nature. It was a thing of beauty. He's played 12 games since donning LAFC's roster. 11 with LAFC, one with the Las Vegas Lights. And he's come up a couple of times. It's exciting to see this young man progress considering how like, his story has is, is come through. I, I love seeing O'Poku succeed.
0: I remember we asked Maxime Corpo in our uh, Max and Vince IG Live, like who surprised you a little bit? And he pointed out Mahala. He's like, he's got quite a shot on him. So obviously, Max gets to see a lot of those, but what, what do you think of that?
1: The shot is a bit of a bonus because he's there to separate the lines. He's there to get vertical. He's there for his pace. And coming back from injury, you wonder if that pace was going to return. It clearly has, so that's a good sign. But once you get behind a defensive line, I'm sure you're being coached to say, finish, you're there. You have a shot on goal. You can look for something inside, but Mahala's probably being told, go for it. Because you're the guy who's best equipped to get behind that back line because of your speed. So he's taking advantage of it, and I think with the minutes he's played, you've got to see an incredible output, even though you know he's still going to work on some things. He's a young player, but seizing an opportunity, uh, you love to see it.
0: Well, I think one thing we got to touch on quickly, because he is 20 years old, this is yet another player that LAFC have identified yep. and now have developed. Yep. I mean, the finish against Cruz Azul, you could say, ah, oh, maybe a bit lucky, but now you see this, this guy's a real finisher. So our track record of finding players and develop, developing them up, especially for an MLS team.
1: Yep. I mean. They, who, like, I mean, let's go through the list of, of guys. I mean, I, I think Mamadou Falls another one because we haven't had the academy churning, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Based on the eyeballs they have at LA the brimming, and the scouting, they are there. going to get Perculate. this academy Perculate. going here. But in the meantime, they're finding stuff elsewhere, finding players Although Even Bryce Stu, who could be a, sure. a, real, a, a big star in this league. I, I truly believe that. They have identified that, and you got to give them all the credit in the world.
3: Danny Masovsky? Danny Danny Masovsky. Mark Anthony K. K
1: K US sub player, yeah. I
3: mean, they keep
0: finding kind of these little gems, and I think in a salary cap league, that's worth its weight in gold.
1: All those guys, like, if they don't fit here at LAFC. There, every team in MLS would desire any one of those guys we just met. And,
3: and Max, to something that you said earlier, we got GTG Law in the chat. A Poku shot almost reminded him of Vela's banger against Toronto. You said that was a, a very Vela-esque shot.
1: Left foot from post to post. Yeah. He At uh, it, 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 first look when you see it, you almost thought it was Vela until you knew, noticed Vela put him through there, but that was uh, that was really impressive finishing. Top, it was good looking.
0: top class. It's a good
1: looking goal hitting the back of that pink net.
0: Well, and keep in mind, this is before Marco Garces has really gotten to work, who's scouted for both Manchester United and took that Pachuca system to yep. be the best in League MX. Like, it could keep growing yep. in these ways. And like Max said, the academy still isn't quite there, but they're close. They're simmering. As you said, percolating. percolating. Your vocabulary percolating. is second to none. Oh, like a cafecito likes to percolate. Second to none. All right, let's go to the guy that scored the second goal. We call him Izzy. The league knows him as Ishmael Tazori shroudy yep. uh, We had to wait on him a little bit. He had a little bit of an injury, but comes in. Debut goal. I think somebody had a stat where he's now the fourth LFC player to score in his debut. And I think you oh. can name one of the other ones pretty easily. Diego Rossi. Yep. Right. Uh, I think Danny Masovsky might have been on that list. Okay. And then Corey Baird. So now one f- I had forgotten Corey Baird scored for. Corey Baird scored in his scored debut That's, right. a debut that's game good trivia.
3: What about Christian Ramirez? Seems like a very Christian Ramirez. Stat. Yeah, I feel I like he would have did that against Real Salt Lake. I don't know. I think he
0: got subbed in uh to a
3: game. Oh, before, that's true. Yes. Uh,
0: not not first start,
3: but his
1: debut. you guys are so geeking right. out right yeah, hard. We're geeking uh, out right now. Sorry. Let's get
0: Let's get yeah. back to Izzy. So was he shooting? No.
1: No. He was putting it where it needed to be put. Yeah. Especially under the conditions. None of this high ball cuz you mentioned the aerial threat. Drive that thing in. There was a perfect just tunnel, and Miami didn't know what to do with it. It came in quick, and I would think that he said in the back of his mind, as soon as he hit it, because this has a chance mm-hmm. to maybe get that far post. I mean, with regards would, if that was his,
0: I mean, it as literally kind of hung up there, and everything that was going on in the box was seemed to be everyone was focused on yeah. you know their their dance partner and what was going on, and no yep. one was focused on the ball until it was literally in the back of the net.
2: Yeah, we were deceived. Like, when he came running out, I thought Poncho Janela was responsible for that goal, and we made the comment on the on the Away Days um, episode where I thought, everybody needs a Poncho in the rain, thinking it was Sam. But to have Ismail Tujiri-Sharad, look, we've seen him score. But we've seen him score against us last season when NYCFC was in town. So we know the guy can score in 26 games in his career. I'm sorry, in 84 games within his career. He's found the back of the net 26 times. If we're doing math, like my math teacher right here, that's 30% of the time this guy scores.
1: Kind of let the cat out of the bag really quick. The uh, NYCFC game was like a rare game we both missed. And I went to Solvang. <laughs> and I'm walking through Solvang. No one's going to see me. I turn a corner. Who do I see?
3: <laughs> I thought
1: I was escaping town. That just reminded me of that game because I was driving up and we I, I ended up missing it. That's a rare very game. rare miss for all of us. Yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. We let true. you down.
2: No, but I mean, my, my headline for that, <laughs> ITS given inner miami IBS. Great to see the guy get on the score. And we were talking about how we just want this game to end. We just want it over. We don't yep. know what other kind of bad elements are going to happen because of Mother Nature. But him giving us that insurance goal certainly helped things out because as we saw the game progress, Lasseter had a really good opportunity that went just above. He had another opportunity that Mamadou Fall broke up. So, if we're sitting on a 1-0 one, one game and those guys score, we're looking at a completely yeah. different story I today.
1: Never, I never felt that was at risk, though. I mean, I, To your point, it's still yeah. one zip, but you always felt LAFC had this and they were going to score again, which is a testament to how they played this season. Then again, because we're always had our guard up. Last season, we're like... Oh, yeah. well, And, not and
3: felt to threatened. Philly's point... Ari Lasseter dribbles through three or four guys there right at the end of stoppage time. I think it was what in the sixth, seventh minute. And if that goes in and it's just one-nothing, I mean, we're having a whole different show right now. Well, quickly, Mahala scores, Izzy scores. That's not two guys that
0: you wouldn't have considered in your front three. Does Steve have some real uh options? I would say yeah. options is a nice way to put it, but real decisions to make of that that idea. But well, what a great, three.
1: what a great situation he brings him in for Vela. So Vella gets to again. Not, not go the full ninety, which probably at the end of the season it was probably bears what he well thought was best case
0: scenario. of yeah. yeah. at rest. Not that he's going to come in. And score yeah, I just more.
1: say all right, and then Izzy comes in and scores ten minutes later. That's uh, that's a that's a coaching move, right there. I don't there. think
3: there's any controversy for who we're starting with our front three as long as they're healthy. But it's nice to know that we can get the production that we have so far from those guys in the eight. How about
1: an Izzy Mahala on the outside, just for one game, maybe, maybe in an open cup. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: No, I think I mean I think we'll see it. There's
0: as we've seen, depth is already going to be tested. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the, the class of 22 is a gift that keeps on giving. I mean, where else can you find professional athletes discussing hard-hitting questions like, how many eight-year-olds could you fight at one time? Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> Strangest
0: question. Uh, well, this week we asked another compelling question. If <laughs> soccer players had walkout songs like Boxers, what would yours be? This is what the players had to say. You know that song that goes It's like Cicharron.
1: It's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a song, but it's just uh, Bruce Buffer is just okay. <laughs> okay. screaming out loud. Bandolero.
3: Afro beach song. Kodak Black.
1: I
0: feel like it would be like a reggaeton song. Okay. Yeah. Bad Bunny song. It would be
3: like some hip hop, like old school rap. Okay. It's not my favorite type of music, but like for a walkout, yeah. I would need something like that.
0: De Bad Bunny, soy el peor.
2: But that's Rogi. Yeah.
1: That's rogie song. Yeah. yeah, that one. That was the right answer from Pancho. Poncho. Poncho, the final right
3: answer. I mean, what, what do you guys got? What would be your uh, walkout song? T.N.T. by A.C.D.C. for sure would be.
1: Yeah. My.
2: We're talking about walking out to like the octagon
0: or the squared circle, right? We're talking fighting. No, no, no. You're a soccer player, and you get to have a walkout song. I, I don't think it changes much. Hail to the King, Avenged Sevenfold.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's a whole lot of words that so, I'm saw, not sure about. It. I saw the UFC one and Misha Tate came out to Katy Perry, and it's like this, and the opponent's like, so I think maybe you mess with your opponent, so you come out with like air supply or little river band, <laughs> and they really bring it down to so the opponent, you just take all of them out and
2: just smack them. So, or, or like Sylvester Stallone in the Rocky movie, he came out to Sinatra.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's like, what? You, you mess with your opponent's mind a little bit.
0: I'm going to stick with with my guy at the Scarface, Fair. I'll, I'll do If You Want Blood. I like DC. it. If you want. No, really like Can we, we sing people? on here?
1: You yes, got yes, it. Great. That's yeah. a great jam. But,
0: but that's that's the vibe you want to create. It's all about creating vibes Definitely. with your walkout song. Uh, Poncho well, said, getting it, the, the final one. countdown, though. I love that. I just, Europe. That makes me it so
1: happy. <laughs> okay. That's not true. <laughs> oh, I like Soccer <laughs> US. I USA's. You. <laughs> <I like soccer laughs> you'd come
3: out for, <laughs> for L.A. by Be Real and everybody else Oh, There you go. That's the new one. There you go. Okay.
0: From time to time, we like to do player ratings around here. Connor made his picks last time around, but He's not here, so we can't ridicule him. So let me introduce you to Max Bredos. Ooh. Max, Look. you are going to do our player
1: rating not really looking forward <laughs> from to From the this. win over
0: <laughs> Inter-Miami. Oh, yeah, I mean, we won't ridicule you too much, at least not right. from the start. Let's see what you got here, Max. What are your, where are you
1: starting? All right, Crepo, Uh, Cray-Po. uh okay. Solid, didn't have to do a whole lot again, which is great. So I give him a, a 7.
0: Okay, I think that's fair. I think Connor gave him like a 10 last the one time he did it, and
1: I was like, he didn't do anything. He's been fantastic. Again, he did the LAFC chant with the traveling supporters. Doing it on the
0: road is kind of in in an opposing team stadium. A little ballsy.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: I'm just saying.
2: Okay. We had so many people. It was only appropriate.
1: Moon filling in a a big spot. Did well. Um, Got caught a couple times going up. Small. 6.5. Okay. Not 65. All right. It
0: looks like 65. There There we go. 6.5.
1: AARP. Donnell Henry again coming into a spot. Um feel like the right guy and also sending a message that lafc has a guy like this on their roster mm-hmm. that you don't want to mess with so i'm also going to go seven
3: i like that. seven.
0: Okay. i like that and if seven, you're in the, is a, is if you're in the chat give give us some of your ratings we want to see how you how you yeah let me works. know if i'm doing all right yeah. uh, seven okay
1: yeah people check out for expansion mansion you're absolutely right to check in a little bit later mamadou fall again strength to strength doing very well um just solid defensively, so we'll go seven point five. Ooh, seven five, yeah. Seven.
0: a little more involved.
1: A little more involved, yeah.
0: But also, no one big thing from him. We didn't really have
3: to worry about him being caught on the ball or anything like that. this right. was he was clean. Yeah, he, he seems to be playing back a little bit more, playing a little more. Like you mentioned, Steve's probably in his ear about that a little bit. Like, look, I you'll agree. you'll have your moments, but pick and choose a little bit more.
1: But that's a, a guy you're developing. He is an he's a blank slate. Now we're filling it, and he's becoming a, a, a top tier. Central defender here, and the one, like you said, the one who's played every, everyone here. Uh, Ryan Holly said, "Didn't was pretty clean too." I'm gonna go six point seven five.
3: Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, Wait, what max was the seven.
1: Th- seven of a high mark.
0: Is there any more increments that you go in, or are we only in point fives? No, I okay. just want to. Okay. okay, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. I thought he like stayed at home and he did the
1: job he was asked, and was very clear.
0: It, it is Pi Day. Three yeah. point it one. Is, it is. It is Pi Day. As the oh. math teacher knows. Yeah, absolutely. Oh
1: yeah. Okay, Jose Cifuentes. Uh, I'm bearing with him. He is going to get there. He's, he's laboring a little bit, so we'll go uh, yep. 6.25. Oh,
0: I was his birthday. You
2: could at least give him the uh, the extra twenty five basis points just for that.
1: All right.
3: I, I actually think that might be a little generous. I know, Steve I know, in. I know. He's yeah, not going to be very popular, but that's. I feel more. I felt more of a six, but yeah, we're right. splitting
1: hairs. So Look, we it, that it was we got six point seven. We got the the the. Uh, we can do these crazy numbers, right?
0: Sure, you're in charge. San- hey, your play rings. You're in right. charge.
1: Ilya Sanchez. Let's go seven point one.
0: Player. Seven point uh, one. Team of the week. Team of the week. L.A. Sanchez.
1: Okay, let's fix that. Seven point four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say seven point five, but right when you went four. Four, seven, four. Like, okay, cool. Perfect. All right, what do you got for Kellen Acosta?
1: Acosta let's go. Seven point two. Just like I think we're, we're gonna see a much better Kellen Acosta here coming forward. Uh, there's some spots where he wants to get forward. Didn't hasn't been involved in the set pieces as much with Carlos up but that's gonna be a positive. I'm going to be he's curious. a very he's a very instrumental part of this team. I'm going to be curious to talk to the guys.
0: Not that it's a, a good excuse, but I'm going to ask him just how much it affected you because the passing yeah. was tough,
3: rough, yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Vela, let's go seven point five. It's Carlos, got the assist. He is the uh, the straw that serves to drink again. Not his best thing coming off. The fact that he played his bonus too, and I'm, I'm I'm putting that into the score here as well. Yeah, I still- see these half nods.
0: No, well, it's- you stole Phillies. He does the straw that serves the drink. That's oh, cool. I did?
1: Isn't it me? It's actually the I was going to say, isn't star? it? Me? You yeah, guys are that's thinking bo- bo- about bo- your Mai Tais That's an much. old
3: Daryl Strawberry line. We steal lines from each other. Though. That's true. All
1: right. Oh. However. <laughs> <laughs> Mahalo, the goal. game bracing pace. Let's go 8.5. Look at that. Fair. I like Fair? it. Fair. Yep. Now, I know this may not really stick with everyone because I saw some people frustrated with Brian Rodriguez, and he has turned the ball over, and he has uh, lost the ball in the dribbles but he continues to make massive plays every game. So I am putting him with Mahala at 8.5. Okay. Uh why, he why? drew Are the you, red you talk, card. You, yeah,
0: you talked a lot about how he was probably the best player on the field on the he day. He was
1: the best player, he was the most active player, he's always close to the ball. So when you pick your head up and you see what things happening, Brian is there. The work rate is is at a top notch. He has to, you know, he has to know when to go, when to pass a little bit more. But he picked up the red card, which you could argue was the yep. biggest play in this game. Yep. He assisted on the Mamadou fall, which was the biggest play in the last game. So Brian Rodriguez is in the mix for our, our most valuable player right now. I really uh, I think that there's a, an argument to be had. The only thing that you would hold on that is because the hat trick by Carlos Vela. But Brian, to me, has been fantastic. Well,
0: everyone just wants to see him score, which is yeah. fine. Right? Right. I, I he... get that. And that's where that's how his value is going to go. But what I really loved, and Jessica Black pointed this out in our watch-along, was, okay, man, he's making runs in behind. Yeah, you have you have Mahala. and that's that's all the the right things. Yeah, that's the reason why she really liked Mahala because she's like, who's going to run in behind? Because Brian wants to come to feet. Carlos wants to come to feet. Brian makes that run in behind. Like you said, biggest play of the game. Breck Shea has to make that or else
3: (laughs) or else we are talking about Brian scoring a goal. Yeah, absolutely. And look, it's all those little things that don't appear on the score sheet that don't appear if you're looking up football reference or the back of the tops card, whatever it might be. Those are the things that Brian Rodriguez has been doing so much better since he came back. From his stint over in La Liga too.
2: Yeah, he's had the most shot attempts out of anybody on LAFC's roster. Ten with four on target. That's subs. a lot. So you can't say that he's been not doing his thing. He's certainly trying. I mean, the last game he had three shots on target. Yep. So Brian's doing his thing. He's gonna
1: score too here. Yeah. He's he, gotta score. He's
0: knocking on that door. A guy that a guy that creates shots right. is always better than a guy that scores with limited shots. Yeah. It really is, honestly. Especially how do I do how
1: do I do the subs here? Hey. Oh, uh, here we go. McCarthy, yeah. Murillo, a Blessing. I mean, we didn't use
0: everybody. so. Pancho came
1: in for a short time. I'll go 6.8. They okay. came in. Uh, Chicho laboring a bit. Let's still going to get there. Six he points. almost
2: had
0: a
1: goal. I think if the weather almost wasn't had a, a
2: factor, he could have yeah. had that. I'm going to knock 7. him down.
0: 7.1. No, no. <laughs> because it should have been 3-0. He really should have laid that ball off. All right,
1: to 6.7. Yeah. De Shradi, 9? 9. nine? Okay. You come in and you score in ten minutes. I like it. I mean, what do you want to give me? That's close to. Yeah, back off, La Rosa. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming right at you, Vince. Look at him. (laughs) Wait, who else came in? Latif came in. Latif came in. Yeah, always.
0: Rided, rided the ship, I think, because Steve. Uh, Seven
1: point four. That's. Um, Look, the substitutions were fantastic. Yeah. The impact that they had collectively uh, is more than you could expect. You don't have to put it
0: on there, but what do you what do you give Steve?
1: Um. I mean, because you just said. 8.8.
0: 8. Yeah, substitutions were on point. I
2: mean,
1: starting 11 was on point. Starting
0: 11 was on point.
2: I mean, his commentary at the end was, was on point. I mean, he was happy with the clean sheet, but saying the right things, there's a lot that this team still needs to work and improve upon, and I,
1: I agree wholeheartedly. All right. Daniel Angel saying, B-Rod has taken up the mantle of team influencer. So, like, when I said that about Brian, <laughs> I was expecting people to go, wait a minute. The It's by and large an agreement. Someone said b Rod 7.5, which is a good mark. Yeah. Right? I think you want to be in the sevens, yeah. sixes you can live with, fives are bad. No, he was not near that. I think the that. more
0: people watch shows like this, they start to learn Getting a lot more smart. about the game yeah. and they get a lot smarter. The one thing I'm talk- I want
2: to highlight real quick. My, my wife over there saying B Rod with the heart face. If you remember during our watch party when somebody labeled us all the characters and somebody labeled me as B Rod, I'm like,
0: yes, my wife's gonna really like. This. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, LAFC in its fifth season, and with that, with that means there are a number of former players, alumni, if you will who are currently plying their trade somewhere else. We thought it'd be nice, and we got this idea, we'll say it, from the defenders of the bank. Uh, we thought it would be nice to see what some of them are up we to. we get all our good ideas time. from you. Oh, <laughs> uh, after all, they're a part of our history, as the graphic says. Uh, let's, let's see who this subject of our first installment of LAFC alumni check-ins is. And here it comes. <laughs> hey, there's Vince LaRossi. As I pad a little bit, Bip. It's Diego Rossi. Here it comes. Oh, Diego
2: Rossi.
1: Rossi. Diego yes, Rossi. He flick. scored the first goal right.
0: against the Sounders. He scored the last goal. Diego Rossi, our first number nine. He started against Alanya Spore yesterday and opened up the scoring with this beauty. Uh, how? This is what I want to ask. Like, did when you see that, how? Low flick, that soft touch there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I can, I can it,
3: still, like, how? It <laughs> makes no sense. Like, how do you finish maybe, that? Maybe there was wind like we saw in Miami. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Something about Diego Rossi. He came to LA and he experienced LA. If you follow his social media, he was out and about. He's in Istanbul. He's doing the same thing. There's always these photos of him out on the boat with family. I don't know where it is in the Bosphorus, but he really embraces the travel. So, Diego Rossi, cultured man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And look, he's actually really helped Fenerbahce in the last five matches. A goal and two assists where they've righted the ship. They were they were kind of sputtering a little bit, but four wins and a draw from their last five have put them back in Champions League contention. So Diego Rossi has really started to help drive that bus a little bit on the offensive end. He did go 20 games in between goals, yep. though, until this one. So... But I'm happy to say, look, we wish all the best for, for Rossi, and hopefully Fenerbahce makes it back look, to the Look, he started this game. He scored a goal. Yep. I think he's going to start the next game,
1: I, and hopefully he can get uh, on the Speaking role. for I'm alumni right. check what about us on uh, our Instagram Live and Marco Ureña? Yeah, it was coming, it,
0: it's it's not a check-in. us checking on them. Marco Ureña checked <laughs> in on Max oh, which was really great and had some nice words, which was – that's such a really nice guy. Hyundai
2: A-League, Central Coast uh, Mariners. Hyundai. Oh, Hyundai. Hun- I'm, yeah. But <laughs> don't we have a LAFC Australia
1: here who's a – But Australians pronounce it Hyundai. Which okay, we should take a poll on. How Max Brenner should it. know he lived in Australia for a little. That's bit. right. Get around in a high end die. What do you say, Kaba? That's terrible. What? Hey, this? I see you, and you know what else I see? Another segment. <laughs> they don't give me the good copy. I think Connor took it to with him to uh, South by Southwest. Let's get into another edition of I See You, and we'll start with you, Philly. So. The one thing that we were
2: all low-key jealous about was the fact that there were so many LAFC supporters that traveled down to Miami and then hopped in a car 34 miles up to Fort Lauderdale. I was very low-key jealous about that, but there was still a lot of us within this town that stuck around. And the cool thing about LAFC and all the supporters groups and the bar partners that we have is there is a plethora of places where you can go and watch LAFC matches. If you're, it, those, All the supporters have their bars. LAFC has their bar partners, their Party Birko, Hangar 24. Places along Caveman Kitchen, you could have hung out with with TSG and um, and Lao. You could have gone to the House of Football with the Expos. You could have gone to Barney's Beanery if you live in Burbank like myself. So there's so many places that you can go hang out at and be shoulder to shoulder with those that support
1: this the Beanery, club. the Barney's Beanery. It's a good spot. I we can walk Barney's there from West here. Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, you can Barney's. smell the the spilt booze from yeah. 1982.
3: You can smell Jones Joplin and uh, <laughs> Jim Morrison all over
1: that. Place. I love it. I say that with the highest praise. Yeah, of by course. Way.
3: Yeah, look, mine is is simple. We were all gamers at one point in our lives. We talk about it all the time during the pre-show. You still are. Absolutely. Jeff and Alex over at LAFC, the graphics department over there, are doing an unreal job this season. This one based on Halo 2, that's the big one That's a good one. Grand Theft Auto. I mean, the job that you guys are doing Jeff and Alex, Castlevania for the first match. I can't wait to see. We have 31 matches to go, and I am scouring, looking for all the fun, different video game art and seeing what they'll come up with next. This has been such a great ride, and we're only three matches in. Jeff and Alex, I see you.
1: Jeez, my goodness. I
3: love how you cap that, really. just.
1: We're putting them way over right every,
2: there. Every, no, <laughs> I know. TSD's seen that Vice City cover. I spent many it's a great. time my freshman year missing class to play that video game. So, great cover, but obviously I'm shrugging. Going, Vice City.
0: <laughs> Moving my, right lots along. Of, lots of killing. My ICU is a bit of a feel-good one with everything that's going on in the world, especially in Liga MX and Carretero. Did I get it? Yeah. Better. Um, those Work scenes, on Hyundai. Those scenes were obviously <laughs> uh, terrifying, and it, it, just, it was tough to watch. Uh, but the 3252, we know they always travel. And they traveled and they met up with Vice City out there in Miami. And Vice City hosted them just like we did when they came in the first game match of the season okay. of 2021. Ah. When you see supporters groups able to put that aside and just embrace the love of the game and the love for what you do um, and the love for the work that they put in. I mean, the yeah. travel's not easy. The Making the TIFOs aren't easy. All this stuff, I mean, people don't quite understand what goes into all that stuff. So the fact that they were able to embrace and celebrate on that before the game. During the game, obviously, we're competitors, and then I believe after the game, they also had a chance to celebrate with them. We need more of that all around the country. This is something to learn from. Actually, we need all of that, more of that all around the world. Yeah. Uh, this moment is something that I think the entire soccer world can learn from, and I look forward to seeing the 3252 travel more and meet up with more supporters groups. This is an example for MLS. Let's be an example for the world.
1: I wanted the supporters to know, I was going to mention them, but these guys covered it so eloquently. And the good thing about that is that when other supporters see that, and you saw it with Miami, they were inspired by LAFC's 3252, that they welcomed them in. So all this just is snowballs. So even more than the games on the field, the supporter culture is what's drawing people in, and we are eternally grateful. Also want to say, well done, Seth, for that. They might be Giants reference on the uh, the comments. I got you. I got you jam uh <laughs> my icu is positive feedback you know there was time it was tar- hard to get on twitter at the end of last season because uh, the vitriol was pretty hard you know and you wanted to, we, we got into conversations i know vince went to the deep end of the pool a few times i had to <laughs> drag him out of there and say oh okay we're sorry i'm sorry i, I jumped the gun so uh, tell me that again jason you're supposed to do okay, the one. Okay, I, I watch jumped party. the gun. I was talking about the supporters. I was. 110 football watch party. <laughs> <laughs> Segway! I put my foot in it. It was amazing. These guys did an incredible job. I just want to applaud the folks at 110 football. They created, look at that. I mean, don't you want to be there with those seats and the Bloody Mary with. with uh...
0: I'm, I'm really hoping that soon, soon we will be able to have. You guys in the chat and anyone that's around here, come come join us. I'll tell you what. Me I, adjusting
1: my camera repeatedly. I have newfound
0: <laughs> appreciation for what you do, Max, because talking for two hours during a match, not easy. You
1: did a great job of it. But people tuned in because once you go into these watch parties, you realize you're at home and you want to talk about these games. And to have an outlet like that is therapeutic. It allows you to get your your takes off and get involved. And it's, uh, it's, it's a good feeling. So we encourage everyone to join the next one, which will be Orlando, right? Yes. In a couple yeah. weeks. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> and you're always welcome, and you can recreate it. It's This is how we party in 2022 via these kind of these streams. So uh, well done to everyone. I was thrilled to be part of it. I didn't know at the beginning how much fun I would have. I didn't want to uh, sign out. So really good stuff. And sorry about jumping the gun.
0: <laughs> we'll get there. Sooner or later. We'll get there. You guys see the prompt, by the way, start sending in your questions because we're going to we're getting it's that time of the show. Yep. For questions. Obviously, after that, we'll do stoppage time. So let's get to some viewer questions. Uh, I believe there was I, I remember up top. There was some, a question about about secret. Send them in. Uh, and until we get to there, I want to I want to just kind of go on that. Uh, actually, let's go to Daw. Max, why were there so few Miami fans at that
1: game? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story about Miami sports, which oh, they're very consistent it. about. <laughs> there we go. Uh, they don't really turn out to. But no, Inner miami has drawn it. I would say coming out in the middle uh, at what? 1.30, that's the witching hour in Miami. That's when people are at the beach or at the boats. I thought uh, I was going to
0: say still asleep.
2: You know, or getting possibly,
1: home. Possibly, possibly.
0: <laughs> yeah, <we're> coming home. <laughs> getting home from the
1: bar. But, I mean, they probably caught an ear of the weather and ducked out a bit. I don't want to poo-poo on the uh, Miami sports fandom because it's not as bad as people pointed out. But uh, and this is in, in Fort Lauderdale, they support that club very well. It's just I think it was, a, it was a combination of everything. But it was pretty startling to look at just all these empty seats. Uh, It's not always like that for that team. This was a a unique circumstance, unfortunately. Weather, wind, rain, and a defeat. And
3: and you may hear more about that in our stoppage time segment. Good, yes.
1: Yes.
3: (laughs) Now that's a tease and a segue and great. Well done. uh, Daniel asked about what our
0: presence is going to be for the Vancouver game. It's going to be... The same, but different. So we'll still be at free play uh, before the game. So please come visit us before and after the game. You can come hang out with us. We'll put you on camera. We'll put you on the mic, all that great stuff. But we're gonna go a little bit earlier. Why? Because this man is gonna be on the call for the first time. The voice of LAFC will be calling the game. So we will be the pre-show before the pre-show. So an hour hour before kickoff. How well we
1: serve our fans, huh? We give them uh, options
0: hey, this is what's going to grow the sport yep. in, in America is giving giving the sport its due the way it is around the world and giving the sport its due the way we do just the sports we do here. Yep. NFL gets like three hours of pregame coverage. Yep. We're just going to go an hour before four. Well, well,
2: another bit of presence that we got to highlight, if you see the man sitting right here next Sunday, March the 20th, J.R. Lieber, lovingly known as? The scarf. It's his birthday, so if you see this man, Throw a, throw a a kind, cool, calm collector. Where was your
1: birthday two weeks way. ago?
3: No no no. It's March twentieth.
1: Okay. Yep. Birthday. But, is hey, some good questions rolling in here about yeah, the no. Vancouver game. Do you wanna to touch on those?
3: Well let's let, let's take there's there's two good ones that I think
0: that, that can kinda of round us. And up. I like the uh, game people.
1: starting at midnight. Why not? Why not? Why I mean it's I'll unless
0: after dark. it would be super unique. Uh they're asking about uh Latif Blessing. Yeah it's been interesting seeing him come off the bench. I will just get my thoughts up front. I think Latif Blessing is, is better as a super sub. He's yes. it's great in this role. Yeah, yeah. He's I great in this role. Really Whether he should be for... happy
1: about it is a different story. Right. Well, but I, that I'm, kind of pace and that impact. You get
0: some spot starts, but yeah. the ability to come into a game where you've got a player that has close control, that really wears guys out, and on top of that, really good at recoveries, just getting the ball back for you in general. Yeah. I mean, when you can, especially in this Miami game, when we, we were sitting there, we were saying, ooh, it's getting a little stretched. We were worried that something crazy might happen. Jessica was saying, something needs to change here. Sifu, a little gas. You're able to bring in Latif Blessing, who writes the ship. And look, his passing isn't as progressive as Sifu's is. But in that moment, you just needed a guy to
3: say, calm, calm. He he keeps possession for you. And the other thing I think that you and I have talked about before, Vince, what you get from Latif as a starter (laughs) is the same thing as you get from him off the bench. He'll give you that same effort, that same energy, and and even more so, by the way, after the 70th minute, when you have defenders that are gassed, now he gives you that extra bit of element. Yeah. I think and – he's, and he's being paid like a starter, yeah. let's be honest.
1: Well, and he, he would start for the majority of MLS clubs, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Especially ones who have four-man midfields. But he'll put a little pressure now on Acosta and Sifu to keep the standard up because you have a guy – who is starter-worthy on the bench. But I love the impacts.
2: I mean, his nickname, after all, is the game changer. A game changer has to come into the game to change it. And I agree wholeheartedly with Andres Franco. Him coming off the bench adds that extra spark, that extra bit of energy should we be in a position where we're lagging
1: it. Certainly makes that difference. Uh, can we answer this? La tabla? Who, I like that. Who should we expect to pop off in a positive way, I imagine, right. versus <laughs> the uh, the White Whitecaps. So no red card.
0: Well, you know Maxime Cropot is going to be fired up for that yeah. match. Uh, so old Tristan Blackman. So will Tristan Blackman, which makes me think that Carlos Vela will be fired up for that match yeah. because he likes to score against Vancouver. <laughs> I, I think
3: we're getting a brace from Chicho.
1: I like that. That's the, that's that's the call. That's I think Chicho finds the back of the net. And by the way, I, as I always do, I watch the van, the opponent's game from there. Vancouver lost to Houston, but they were fun to watch, which is you can't always say about that. Cavallini scored a goal. This is not going to be an easy game, even though they're near the bottom or at the bottom of the West. This is a team, and they got us at the end of last season too. It's going to be a tough game.
0: They've been struggling a bit, but I remember you and I, Max, we looked at the opening part of the schedule, and we said to ourselves, wow, four games, three out of the four are playoff teams. The one, Inter-Miami, that's not a playoff team. you still got to travel all the way across country, and LFC's acquitted themselves very well. If they can get the result against Vancouver, that's a really good start to what we thought was going to be a kind of tough start to the season. I want to go to one that, that has disappeared since then. I believe it was from Soccer USA. He's asking about the academy. We brought that up. Uh, I, need, I know that Nathan Ordaz was called in by the Mexican yeah. youth national Wait, team. Wait, not the
1: El Salvadorian, now the Mexican. No,
0: now the Mexican youth national team. He can represent El Salvador, Mexico, or the United States. Not a bad problem. Um, so that's that. a player to keep an eye on. I yep. know that Tony, Tony Leone and Christian Torres started for Vegas in a, yep. in a losing effort, sadly. But uh, there's a lot
3: of guys coming through there. Any, any Anyone that you really have your eye on? Well, first of all, I did mention on the LAFC fans' Facebook page about Nathan Ordaz. I said he was going to be one to watch. I think that kid's going to be super fun. But I have been wanting to see Eric Duaneus since yeah. we saw him in just that little cup of coffee. He got thrown around and fouled pretty good. But the heart that that kid showed and a little bit of speed, a little bit of wiggle in Eric Duaneus, I really want to see more of that kid. I just hope he can stay healthy. That was a huge issue last year. Eric Duaneus. He
1: looks like he's 14. I think. Uh, <laughs> not, not true. He's,
3: you and I saw him in the
0: meal room at the performance center. We were like, what are you doing? He's running, too. You're on that, you're on that Tony Leone uh, <laughs> meal
1: plan? Leone he look at, he, like he, a, no, he's looking Leone, like he's putting yeah. on a little bit. To me, Leone's different. the answer, but where do you get some minutes for him? But he's ready. I think he's ready. He just has to get through all these season top-tier divisions. We talked
0: to a couple of people at LAFC, and they still think that his ceiling is the highest at center back, but he's not He's not bad at right back, which is very very interesting for Tony Leone if that's a way for him to get on yeah. the field. As Kim
3: Moon-Wan maybe moving on. Yeah, maybe very Leone convenient.
0: Slots in a little bit? I don't I'm know. I'm just saying – well, thank you guys. Thank you everyone in the chat for your questions. Those were great questions. We love the questions. That's, the, the questions are my favorite part. If we could do a whole show of just questions, It'd be great. I totally would. Uh, but let's move on to stoppage time as we're wrapping up. Max, do you know what your topic is? Or should I go to someone else?
1: <laughs> I, tease it. I teased it very well you did. Just a few minutes ago. You teased it,
0: i.e. So me it extrapolate, Let me extrapolate. You're not much of a tease there, friend. Oh, I
1: know. I know. It was pretty bad. <laughs> show a little leg. Uh, it is the uh, the positive feedback from everyone forgive me if you've heard this before and we saw it was getting pretty the vitriol was getting pretty thick and the water was rising last season people were upset the team wasn't performing and that's right and I had to dig you know Vince out of a couple Donny Brooks from time to, get out of there La Rosa because he sure. couldn't so uh, it's good to see the positive feedback more than positive I think it's really smart I think you the supporters are getting more knowledgeable, smarter, sophisticated in how you consume these sports. Now, there's going to be times where things aren't going that well. It's going well now, but I'm confident that you've seen the full cycle that you will be able to give the criteria as best as you can. So I'm glad to see it because it's a weight off everyone's shoulders. Form of the team goes a long way. But uh, we encourage everyone out there to to feedback. You're part of this. You have a voice, and uh, social media certainly allows that. And We pay attention. So I like the fact that we're having good conversations. And even the conversation in here has been very civil and smart. So I like any, it.
0: Any chance you can fix uh, USMNT Twitter now? <laughs> or is that just a lost cause?
1: Well, listen, uh, <laughs> this is what I would say about USMNT Twitter is uh, we're trying to qualify for the World Cup. So let's not argue whether Joe Scali or Conrad De La Fuente <laughs> or do not bring up Matthew Hoppy's name. It doesn't matter. None of them are going to play. Let's focus on this. Let's focus on making the World Cup, okay? Can we agree on that?
0: Yes.
2: All right, Philly, you're up. So, life has been rather uh, positive over the course of the last couple of games. And so, the one thing that I like seeing is LAFC do well. And I came to the season being very cautiously optimistic. It was cautious, but then cautiously optimistic. I'm going to bring up a, a fairy tale. Have you guys ever heard the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears? Many yes. times. All right. Uh, not written by uh, Alexander, Hans Alexander Christensen uh, or Wait, what? Hans Al- all right. I might have messed up the name. The, the point of the story. Hans Christian Anderson. You, I thought is. you
0: were a uh, Solvang guy. He's Hans Christian yeah, Anderson. Yeah, but but the point You're is. You're the he, Solvang he guy. He was just visiting. He, he didn't write.
2: <laughs> well, we're all the Solvang gang at the end of the day. Great but, beer. Uh, uh, which makes us yes. all the
0: Solvang gang. Okay, let yes. me finish. So
2: the Goldilocks and the three bears tale about the porridge not being too hot. The porridge not being too cold. Yes, I did say the porridge, Governor. Have you the had porridge? porridge? No, not lately. Uh, not, not lately. Anyway, so is, is LFC the real deal is my point. I don't think they're too hot. I don't think they're too cold. I think they are just right for the time being. We clearly have so much time left in this season. Three games is not a really good depiction as to anything going on when we're the third of the way through the season when we might have a, a U.S. Open Cup game under our belt. Then we could really give a good depiction as to whether this team is hot or whether this team is cold or whether the Trundle experiment is working out quite well. But that's just me being borderline right now. Cautiously optimistic. Goldilocks and the Three Bears, baby. Not too hot not too cold okay and tempered for the time being he said parge. porridge porridge can I get
0: a little more porridge, porridge.
2: Who wrote Oliver on your, Twist who wrote impression on your Q, where'd you get that
0: special cue card oh,
2: I was, oh well you know it was hard. My, my, my inner Wayne's world reference I had to I, I might be dating well, uh, myself a little there. more
1: dicey uh, on the uh, I'm
0: going <laughs> it was a little more dicey I'm gonna piggyback off yours just a little bit mine is uh, there's still a lot of work to do by by LAFC that that match uh, in Miami was rough, and I think Steve Trandolo took the perfect tone. It was like, I love three points, on the road. It's about it. Uh, Really, uh, we haven't seen the passing yet. We haven't seen the attacking football. We haven't even really seen much of the counter-press that we're used to seeing from LAFC, so I think there's still a lot of components that need to go into place before we start to say this is a really, really good team. The way Philly said, not not to get too high, not to get too low, Uh, but I will at least give them this. They're ticking some boxes that we were really worried about last year. Depth, box ticked. Resiliency, I would say, against Portland and now against Miami. That box is ticked. And then, you know, subs. I thought that last year we, we kind of worried about the changes that were made, and a lot of those were down to injuries. That's happening. But, man, still a ways to go. I, w- I want to see, and I think we all do, regardless of – no, not regardless. We still want the points. But we want to see that free-flowing, beautiful LAFC football. I think we're going to see it, but the jury is still out because as of right now, it's, it's maybe just
3: all about the pragmatism.
1: Anthony, Bermudez loved your take, black and gold hearts.
3: Yeah, look, I think my, my stoppage time take is what we saw on screen, on Twitter, on TUDN. The thirty-two fifty-two in Miami were incredible. We saw the difference in the crowd. When the rain started, the 3252 actually ratcheted it up a notch. They represent not just LAFC, but our city and the game in Major League Soccer so well week in and week out. But I think it was so incredibly apparent in Miami when the stands were half full, when the supporter section got quieter as it rained. Look, we kind of jokingly talked about my birthday, March 20th. But that's also the day that, unfortunately, Mauricio Facio passed away. And, and it's a day that I think about every single every single time my birthday comes up now. That's part of the legacy that he left us to then be the stewards of and carry on moving forward. The 3252, they're a way of support, but they're also the way that they bring soccer culture with them around, not just the, the United States, but when we travel outside of this country as well. I loved the, seeing our 3252 represent themselves so well. And again, that's a small piece of Mo that travels with us wherever we go.
1: Internationally, no. They did it in Mexico. They'll do it anywhere. If they go to Argentina, Europe, 3252 will be recognized. They're that that good. Say what you want about the performance
2: on the field. One thing that is unrivaled, undefeated in the stands all the time. Well said.
1: Consistent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well said. I think we touched on, I mean, so many aspects of supporter culture just in this one match. Yeah. And by the way, it was all the way across the country. Like, that's crazy. Yep. For but three days.
1: Three days. Three Make days. An impact. Yeah. Three days just right. going and going.
0: Uh, thank all of you. Max, Philly, Scarf. You guys are great. It's always great to have you. Thank, thank you again to the chat. Again, I love the chat. I would just, I would do questions the whole show if we could. And maybe, maybe we'll get there. Maybe one day it'll just be all questions. They came when you asked for them. They came. They did. They did. So thank you, chat. Next Sunday, LAFC are back to the bank and so are we. Catch me with Jessica Black, Scarf, and the return of Connor Colopsis. That's weird. Uh, before and <laughs> Big after, sell.
1: Big sell. Before and
0: after the match with Vancouver, right here on the 110 Football YouTube channel. And that's it. That's it. We're done. Great show. We're done here. We're going to be back in a couple hours, but we're done. Anything else? You got any last words? I thought it was great. Yeah,
1: great yeah. performance by Steve below ra- He's done his homework on this team. Max,
0: radar performance from this show. <coughs> He's
3: got the iPad. Eight points. 8. Four eight,
0: 8. point, 8. point four. four. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank Happy you, Monday, y'all! Goodbye. Hi, I'm Maxim Crepeau. Subscribe to One Ten Football.